you know, being able to reassure the seller that you're not judging them, you're not going to like go take photos and then tell their neighbors how they're living, that puts them at ease. And so you really need to kind of put yourself in that seller's shoes and be compassionate to what they're going through. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Are you sick and tired of managing 10 different platforms to run your real estate business and spending premium prices on all of those platforms? Well, then look no further than Wholesaling Inc.'s tool of the month, and that is RE Simply. RE Simply is not just a great CRM for your wholesaling leads, and it is not just a great dialer for your cold calling, and it's not just a great skip tracing service. It is so much more than those things. RE Simply will allow you to do things like list stacking and automated drip campaigns like following up with motivated sellers with emails and texts and ringless voicemails and even direct mail campaigns. These guys haven't left anything out and even have their own driving for dollars app. This is truly a one-stop solution for all of your business needs. RE Simply will not only simplify your life, but it will absolutely streamline your entire real estate business. And save you not just a ton of time, but a boatload of cash. We recommend a lot of different tools to get the most for your money, but RE Simply has no equal. And for a limited time, if you go to resimply.com forward slash wholesaling inc, you will save 20% on your first month. To take advantage of this incredible discount, again, head over to resimply.com. That is R-E-S-I-M-P-L-I.com forward slash wholesaling inc. And stop wasting time jumping around from platform to platform and start spending your time where it counts, doing more deals. Now let's get into today's episode. I see it all the time. You want to build wealth by investing in real estate. But the problem is what you want to do might not match where you live or your lifestyle. The truth is that not all real estate investing strategies work in every market. For most people, it's only natural that you think you have to invest in your backyard because real estate is such a tangible object. You think you need to be able to touch it. And for that reason, most real estate investors just settle on the problems and limitations that their hometown market brings. Well, guess what? My name is Lauren Hardy, and I'm here to show you that you do not need to live where you invest. You can have location and time freedom as a real estate investor. And my goal is to dispel those myths and inspire you to think differently about how you invest in real estate by taking a virtual perspective. My motto is live anywhere and invest where you want. So let's get started today. Welcome back, guys. My name is Lauren Hardy, and we are back with my common seller objections and questions series. So what do you say when, right? That is what I'm answering in this series. But we're just going to keep flowing. I'm going to keep throwing things out that sellers have said to me in the past and how I answer them. So let's go. So what do you say when you're buying a property and it has a tenant in place and the seller tells you that they don't have a lease? with the tenant. So here's how I respond. Well, 
no worries. Here's the deal. I mean, it's always better to have a lease, right? But if you don't have a lease, that's not a big deal. I'm just going to have to have your tenant sign an estoppel document. And all this does is it lays out what they were paying you and it verifies any security deposit amount and any money that you might owe them. So that way I know that they can't make any kind of claim like, oh, the seller actually agreed to have me stay here for three years. You know, or they can't claim that you owe them a $5,000 security deposit, but when really their security deposit was $500. You see, we have to be able to verify something. Usually the lease document is what does this, but if we don't have that, we're going to have the an estoppel document and that'll take care of that. So an estoppel document, so you guys know, is very, very important. It is something that you want to try to get a tenant to sign anytime that you have a tenant, you're buying a property that's tenant occupied. I insist, even if there is a lease in place, it just further verifies that, you know, there's no sort of agreement that you don't know about that the seller made to the tenant kind of behind your back or anything. So uh, make sure you get those signed just for good measure. Now, what if after you tell this to the seller, the seller goes, my tenant is a nightmare and won't sign anything? What do you say? So this is where I really want to weigh out my risks with the tenant. So I would actually probably insist that we buy the house with the tenant out of it. So buying the house vacant. So what I would say is, you know what? Sounds like we got a sticky situation. You get, you got a tenant who who's a little hostile, isn't willing to sign anything, um, not being very agreeable, you know, and you don't even have them on a lease. So you understand there's a lot of liability. But hey, I've got a solution. You know, we could serve notice and get this tenant out, you know, probably in 30 days, maybe 60 at most. So why don't we just during the escrow period serve notice and I'll close escrow the day it's vacant. And I will walk you through that. I will give you the notices that we use. I will hold your hand if you need to get attorney to review for whatever reason, I can give you an attorney contact. It'll be super, super easy. But listen, if, if you don't do this, you're really not going to sell this home to anyone. Nobody's going to want to buy this problem. So I'm here to help you through the problem. But I got to, you have to understand, I need to protect myself as well. And, and you don't have a lease on this property and your tenant's not willing to sign an estoppel. So those are two really big issues. And, you know, I'm going to be assuming a lot of risk. So uh, that is probably how I would first answer that. If they're not willing to do it, then I would have to really weigh out how much I want this house. If this is a house where I'm getting such a good deal that even in the worst case scenario, you know, I can pay to have to evict the tenant and I can pay to deal with it for six months if it took six months, I'd buy it anyway. Um, but if the deal's not that great, I probably would pass on it. So then, you know, you have to weigh out, do you really want this deal if the seller is not willing to sell it to you vacant? Okay, next objection. What do you do when the seller has an issue with walking you through the property to inspect? What if they say, nope, I want you to buy it sight unseen? So the way I answer is I say, you know, Mr. Seller, Mrs. Seller, would you buy a property you've never seen before? and see how they answer. That usually solves that. If it doesn't, then I go, well, can you tell me why? And hear them out. Sometimes they really are trying to pull one over you. And in that case, you don't want to buy that property. So if you get that vibe that the seller is just trying to sell you a rotten egg, then move on. 
but sometimes there's something else to it. You know, sometimes sellers, they're struggling with things. You know, they might be struggling with hoarding and they're embarrassed. You know, they're they're ashamed of how they've been living and it humiliates them to have people walk through their home. This is something that you are going to see as an investor and you need to be able to handle that seller with care and explain to them, you know, Mrs. Seller, Mrs. Seller, I totally know what you mean. You know, it could be really uncomfortable having people go through your house, but we we do have to take a look at the home, you know, because if there's something there that we didn't budget for, you know, I could lose $20,000, right? We wouldn't, you wouldn't want that, right? Could you live with yourself knowing that, you know, you sold me something and I lost $20,000? Yeah, they probably say no, right? Well, here's the thing though. There's nothing I haven't seen. I want to assure you, I have seen everything. I have bought homes that are, you know, full of stuff. I've bought homes full of trash. I bought a house that actually had a car in the backyard, but I wouldn't have known because there was so much trash on top of it. Um, I've bought houses in complete disrepair. Um, I've bought homes from drug dealers, you know, and and it's a drug den. I mean, I've seen a lot. There's nothing I haven't seen. Um, So I want to make you feel comfortable that, you know, there's nothing that I'm going to see in your home that it will surprise me or anything. This is just another day at the office. So then, you know, let's see how they feel there. Are they a little bit more comfortable? Well, then I say, you know, why don't we agree on an amount of times that I can go in your home? Would it be okay if I can walk through two times? Okay, the first time it's going to be about 20 minutes. The second time it might be an hour. And that is usually where we'll settle at. Most sellers are going to accommodate this. I have very, very rarely had a seller say absolutely no. And usually the seller that says absolutely no, there is actually something they're trying to hide in the property. Um, And I don't want to buy that home. So, you know, being able to reassure the seller that you're not judging them, you're not going to like go take photos and then tell their neighbors how they're living, that puts them at ease. And so you really need to kind of put yourself in that seller's shoes and be compassionate to what they're going through. All right, guys, so that's it. I gave you a couple questions. I gave you a couple rebuttals. Make sure you write them down and practice saying them so they stay in your head. So next time you're talking to sellers, you can answer their questions and objections with confidence. I hope you guys got a lot out of it and make sure if you are very interested in wholesaling houses, especially virtually, check out www.virtualinvestingmastery.com where you can learn all about my coaching program. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.